All right. Checking connection. And let's see here. We're live. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, and welcome to this new edition of the BC Moto Tech Tuesday uh, and the first one of 2023. It's a bit of a zoo last week, so I was not able to come in and see each and every one of you. But hopefully you're staying safe and warm wherever you are on the globe. Here in Southern California, it's been raining cats and dogs, as they tend to say. It's been absolutely freezing. I'm wearing a, you know, my, my KW beanie. I'm wearing my acronym uh, uh, pullover. I have gloves on. It's actually quite, quite cold indeed. Hello, Ion Redline 04. Good afternoon. Good seeing you indeed. What's up, Queen City Cars Official? Thank you so much for joining this particular Tech Tuesday. Big Boss says, we parse 24. Hello, brother. Good seeing you indeed. Thank you for joining. Super Panza hits the ground running, saying that he needs HTD parts. Let me know what you need. If it is an adapter kit, that has been discontinued years ago. But if you need other components, let me know indeed. Motorsport for Mental Health says, BC, how's it going? It's going well. Very cold here in Southern California. I've been working like crazy. You can see right there behind me are some contactor boxes I've been building and standardizing here in the shop. That is my third generation of contactor boxes. So I'm getting those together for clients, for their conversions. And it's just been, you know, really good. Hey, it's J80 says, what's up? What's up to you as well? Things are going well. Just trying to stay warm and cool. And in the facility here, it's kind of crazy. That door back there, my bay door was just shaking from the wind. We have a flood advisory here in Southern California. It's pretty bananas. But, you know, we're making the best of it. Let's get live, says let's get live. Amen. Hello, Uyaparse. That you want to see it? Yeah, this right here. Pretty freaking fast. The S2000 is getting some service done. Um, it is a 560 wheel horsepower E85 supercharged. Very, very clean. I don't know if I can turn this around a little bit so you can take a look. It's just, it's just super clean. It's very, very clean car. And it's here getting some service done. So, um, yeah, very nice indeed. Good taste you have there, Urparse. Kenobi Wan. Good seeing you. Good afternoon. And thanks for joining. Flo Topper says, good evening from Germany. Yes, you're eight hours ahead of us here in Southern California. Any possibility to see in Germany this year? Absolutely, very high probability that I'll be in Germany and I'll give ample notice so we can get together. Very amazing car culture, you know, outside of, you know, Berlin is just absolutely fantastic. I, I love it there, I love it there. Um, hey, BC says CRZ Kyler. I'm swapping a K24 in my CRZ. That is cool. That is pretty cool. What are you going to do with your L-Series? Kind of need one. Anyway, let me know what you're doing with your L-Series and your AC units. I may buy it off of you. Grand Civic CA, I assume CA stands for Canada. In your F-Series builds, did you ever not use the original crankshaft? Um, yes, I did. There are times I did not. So for many years, I used the factory one. I've tried the factory 95. I've tried destroking it. I've tried stroking it. Um, I've tried offset grinding them. I've tried welding them. I've done it all. So yeah, there, there are times I've modified the factory ones. And then I had a lot of great success with crankshafts from Brian Crower. So those are billet, very, very cool crankshafts. And um, I believe, depending on the cradle that I used, um, it was slightly interchangeable with the H-series ones. So I've tried you know, D-strokes. I've tried big, big strokes with them. I've tried offset grinding with that. Yeah, I've had great success with Brian Crower crankshafts. 
Um, so hopefully that answers your question properly. Good to see you as well, Uyo Parse. Thank you so much. DJ Ramarov, great guy, enthusiast, hardcore Porsche-file, and also a DJ. Does a lot of cool events. DJ Ramarov, good seeing you. Last time I saw you was in Vegas, and I was just there this past week, and we'll talk about that a little bit. For a short course, Soccer Track says Grand Civic CA. Setup, would you have me use a slightly destroyed H22 crank or a more destroyed F20B crank? Well, it depends on what your goal is. If you had a magic wand, and if I had one in your kind of case, I would go into over-square motor, where I go with a very large bore, de-shroud those valves properly, and I zoom in and actually aspirate it, and then de-stroke the crank. And what that does, it allows for better breathability, a lot more power, and a lot more rev happiness as well. Now, if you're really short stroke, I mean short uh, uh, courses, and you don't have very long straightaways, you may want to go with a proper stroke setup. Maybe even, instead of the H22, which is 90.7, a 95 millimeter stroke from an F22 is pretty good. It really is. And would allow you to get out of corners very nicely and give you that low RPM grunt that you need. So it depends. For long straightaways, I tend to go with long rods, um, overbore motors, but if there's a lot of short turns, short straightaways, and you want that nice mid to bottom end torque, more stroke gives you that capability. Unless, on the other hand, you are limited to displacement. So if the displacement rules there, then yeah, have all the fun you can. Dig them smack, salute, salute to you as well. Yo, happy new year, long time no see, Ashton Campbell, where have you been, brother? Hopefully you're good and safe no matter where you are. Happiest of New Year's to you as well, Dan Solis. Thank you so much for joining. Chichi Ndewo Kekimere. Thank you so much for saying my name in the very proper well, proper sense in the BC. Thank you so much. You still, you still love Hondas? 808 Shakala. How do you say no? Shakalaka. Yeah, my first love of Hondas. I still have my Insight there. I still have my Odyssey there. I still have my wagon right here. S2000 here, there's a Sport Formal Drive Civic right there. Think of me as the Jay Leno of performance. I love everything. I don't have a, I'm not marquee specific. So there's a Volkswagen right here next to me. The Porsche's behind me. There's a Hyundai right over there. It's, I love cars. If it can go fast and be a lot of fun, I love it. So yeah, I'm still into it. And into more, and more to come. Vamp RR, hello, good seeing you. It's really cold, BC? Yeah, for me. For West African like me, yeah, it's cold. I got gloves on. I'm wearing this. I have a long sleeve under this. Look, under this, I have a long sleeve even under, under this. I'm really cold. And a beanie as well. Thank you, KW, for this. Appreciate you. Um, Hi there. Can I be your student, says Thomas Muyamba. Where are you located? Let me know. You never know. Let's get live, says, are you hiring? We always are looking for great people to join our team especially if you have the capability of design and fabrication. Thanks a ton, BC. She's beautiful, says Ori Parse. My pleasure indeed. What's going on, says Instala. Trying, just staying busy. I've been working hard, doing a ton of wiring, building contactor boxes for projects. I have a project here. Um, I have a project there. Two other projects in the showroom. One right there on the, on the lift. Yeah, trying to get things going, taken care of, you know? When does official BCMO Transformers kit come out? I don't know yet, but I'll definitely give you ample notice when it does. Thank you so much, DJ. I, I love you. Thank you so much. Volkswagen Golf Mark 7. What makes it so fast? The power plant. Well, it's not super fast from, you know, factory. It's okay. It's, it's good. And it's that the, the Golf R, in my opinion, is in the same realm as the 
Civic Type R, um, same rail as the uh, Veloster N. It's kind of in the same class, but what I like about the Golf R is that it has, you know, the German engineering, you slam the door, it sounds really nice, nice and solid, but above and beyond that, it's not too boy racer. So when I compare the Type R to the Veloster N to the Volkswagen Golf R, what I notice are these. The Type R has a lot of potential and a lot of aftermarket support, right? But the thing about that is, it's a little too flashy for me. The, the vents and the interior and the red and the VTEC that comes on and, you know, just, and the R button, it's just, it's too boy racer for me. And I love Hondas, I love the technology, I love the engine, with the exception that the intake manifold goes above the exhaust manifold, so there's a lot of heat rejection into the intake, so heat soaks seems to be a problem, but that's beside the point. Just from aesthetics and drivability, um, fun car, just a little too flashy. The Golf R is like the opposite. Really fast opportunity, engine is solid, has ton of potential to even make close to 700 on the stock block, right? Amazing stuff, especially if you get the intake manifold from Europe that has both port and direct injection, right? There's so much opportunity with that, but it's a little too tame. Like in terms of looks, to the untrained eye, okay, that's a cool looking golf, but it doesn't quite scream, hey, I'm performance, kind of leave me alone, but not too much, right? It's almost like a car wears a tuxedo. Now, but right there, I think the sweet spot, believe it or not, is the Veloster N, which um, I think they're gonna discontinue that soon. But nonetheless, the Veloster N has the right amount of attitude and it's not too boy racing. So it has a slight, whether you get the white, the black, the blue, it has a slight, you know, like, like red on the, on the side and the bottom of it. The interior just has the blue seat belts, not too much. Um, something else I also like about the, the, the Veloster N and the Golf R is that you can cha individually change your, your modes. To, you can have a, the, the R mode or the N mode with the, with the, with the, with the uh, Veloster, and you don't have to worry about um, your suspension being too high. You can, you, can, you can have an R mode with the power, the steering, um, the, the, the exhaust backfire, but you can, you know, burble, but you can leave the suspension soft. With the Civic Type R, everything's kind of together. You can't really optimize it to your liking. What you get in terms of suspension, everything else with the, with the R mode is what you get. While with the other two, you can tailor it to your taste. You can have a soft steering wheel and the power and a medium suspension, or you can have this, you know, the heavy steering wheel feel, the power, the, the burble, and soft, soft suspension. You can Make it any how you want, which is pretty cool. So what makes it so fast is just the design. The engine itself, the design, the block, the comp components, the suspension, the uh, limited slip capabilities. It's just a very well-rounded car. I like it a lot. But there are options out there for you, indeed. Oh, and by the way, the, the R is also all-wheel drive, while the Civic and the Velocity are two-wheel drive. So there you go. All right. Oh, thank you, Blue Top Performance brother. Hello, Joel, all the way in Florida. Hopefully you're staying safe out there. He's saying happy birthday. My birthday was last week. Appreciate the kind words. Appreciate that indeed. What's going on in the shop? Says Nasty in my taxi. Just here working away, building cars. Right there, contactor boxes. I do a lot of performance EVs of late where I love cars. I have both petrol cars here, right? Um, on, on ethanol and I have electric vehicles back there as well. There's another twin turbo petrol Porsche right there. So yeah, I love it all. But I'm um, just building cars. That's about it, just having fun. Greetings from Portugal, says Paolo Tomas Studio, very talented concept artist and designer. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from Portugal. Appreciate that indeed. And you know, guys, I really want to share something with you. I want to share something about my week last week, which is pretty amazing. Anthony Warrett, how have you been? 
all the way from Belgium, almost done upgrading the F22A turbo setup. Good for you. Going with a G3770 from the old Turbinet. Nice, not bad choice at all. NAB Visual Design, an amazing concept artist as well, all the way from South America. And he designed some really cool stuff for me. He designed a car right here, which I'm gonna show you guys in a few months. He did a Tesla that I have outside, just very, very nice guy. Did some stuff with some of my Hyundais as well. This guy draws it, I build it, it's really cool. Uh, we forever love Honda, says Oi Parse, absolutely. And speaking of love, just say no to VW says for no, I don't really mean Ferrari either, but I appreciate that. Hello, 911 car classic all the way from Russia. Appreciate your presence as well. So last week, guys, from Thursday through Sunday, I was in Nevada for the CES, a consumer electronics show. Now you may think from the name consumer electronics only screams electronics. <laughs> like one of my friends said, Andy, I think he's in here. Circuit City, glorified circuit city. No, no, no. Consumer electronics kind of encompasses quite a bit. Everything from what you may see in the home to electronics in terms of medical devices and so on and so forth, to automobiles, to go fast parts, uh, you name it, it's there. And it's in the same convention where we have SEMA, but it looks like it's completely transformed. Very big companies there, Sony, LG, um, HTC, um, Sanyo, yeah, Sanyo's there, Mitsubishi, Hyundai, you know, um, um, uh, I believe, uh, oh, uh, Stellantis was there, and with the picture I showed, even a Peugeot under Stellantis was there as well. So was Dodge, so was Ram. A lot of great place to see some really new cool stuff. Um, had the opportunity to visit quite a few of my vendors and partners. Blink Charging was there and helped a lot of my team get access to the show. And it's really great. It's almost like a mecca for me now because it gives you a glimpse into the future and what's going on, especially with OEMs. And it's, it's, it's exciting but also frightening at the same time because it looks like the agenda is starting to look like the new horsepower seems to be connectivity. So we're seeing a lot of that, and it is my personal crusade to turn that around. We are in a very amazing time now, a time where we can exist with different types of propulsion. We can do things with petrol, we can do things with you know, EV, we can do things like in the corner over there with hybrids. This is a great time to exist in terms of performance because the benefits of the petrol engine that exists out there, the benefits of the EVs out there, and combining them can give you the best of both worlds. But in a future where they're saying that the young ones and our children will only care about connecting to each other or interfacing with an automobile or thinking more about quality of life when it comes to what they can get easily and quickly, I think that needs to change. It's up to us to make that change happen. So that being said, even though I can appreciate those creature comforts, I'm still by and by an enthusiast and performance guy. That's why even in the EV sector, which turns a lot of you off, and I get it, where it's just putting around and saying I have electric, I'm all about going fast with it. I'm all about, you know, performance. So that being said, it was a great show. Had a great time. Um, had the opportunity not even to watch the entire show. Thank you, Blink Charging, for allowing us the opportunity to that event. I look forward to more of it next year. And Stellantis is really, they were doing it. I mean, I saw hybrid Jeeps out there, which is pretty cool. Um, I saw the new uh, Charger, I believe, that's electric as well, which is pretty nice in, in display. That Peugeot was out of control. The new Ram, I mean, it's amazing how they waited. It's like they... The, the Lightning came out from, from Ford, and then Chevy came with the electric Silverado, and then you saw some stuff with a Cybertruck. The Ram is out of control. The design elements are sick. If you have a chance to take a look at it, take a look. I, I will bend over backward to buy one of those. Those things are so cool. And the tow capacity, the beauty of electric motors, right? Anyway, long story short, I had a great time, and it was great. And if you guys haven't had the opportunity to visit, take a chance and go once, whether it's for your home, for your office, 
for your garage, they have it all. Or even your health, they have it all. Hmm? I even saw something where, you know, there's this analysis where you can pee into a device and it tells you about your health. It's just really cool. Anyway, I digress. All right, guys. A reporter says, ah, BC must be in the 40s here in New York City. It's 39. Yeah, we're not too far from you, brother. I'm not too far from you at all. I took a nine-month break from instances, Ajin Campo. Yeah, we missed you. Welcome back, brother. Thank you so much. How's tuning coming along, says Vamp RR. Are you up and running again? Well, tuning is actually on a hiatus now because I have so many projects to get out. So, no, I'm not quite up and running. And when we do tune, we only tune vehicles for off-road use only. We don't tune street fare and vehicles. So, no, um, our priority now is to get these projects going for our clients who have been very patient and waiting for quite a little while. So, we have quite a few cars. I have six cars to get out in the next few weeks. So, it's going to be pretty crazy until then, you know? I hear that, says Ferrari Eater. Amen. I hear you as well. Building any Boost F23 steel cams? I'm not building any myself, Brian's, Brian Swain23, but we do have components for your build. So if you need a turbocharger, we can help. You need rods, we can help. Valve train, we have in stock. Camshafts, we can provide you, you know, reprofiling services, no problems whatsoever. Need pistons, we can design that. Need sleeving services, we got you. Whatever you need for F23 single head cam, we have it for you. Bear in mind, there is no company on this planet has embraced and had more success with single cams than this company here. So that being said, let us help you feed your need for speed. What do you think about totem cars, the old Rustabout electric Lancia? Awesome, all about it. Not very common here in the United States, but can turn heads. If I had the opportunity to build one of those, I'd be so for it indeed, brother. Queen of the Vans, my good friend. Good seeing you indeed. Happy New Year to you as well, Rose. For those of you who know Rose, she is out of control, a tad fabricator, someone who has so much breadth and depth of knowledge. I'm shocked and honored to know such a soul. And she's just all about that van life. You know, I, I was talking to my friends yesterday about this sticker. You know, I heard, you heard the event OnlyFans, like where women misbehave. Anyway, I'm talking about OnlyVans, and it's pretty cool, but, you know, she's all about that van life. So, and we work together on the show uh, Motor Mythbuster. So if you haven't seen it on Motor Trend and through networks, sometimes it's on Discovery and other parts of the world, please check it out. We had a lot of fun filming that. So you worked with an all-wheel drive EG for SEMA. What's the plans for that? Says Ashton Campbell. Yes, there's a 1,000 horsepower all-wheel drive B-series EG. There's an EG right here that's front-wheel drive and sequential, but that's all-wheel drive. Plans for that is to go racing this year. So right now, it's undergoing some slight changes to the drivetrain to make it even more robust. I can expect to see it in the track and some content coming very, very soon. Thank you so much, VamRR, for buying the first badge. I appreciate that. It really goes a long way in allowing me to do what I do. And I appreciate your insight and support. Thank you so much. So BC says Covolt, another peer engineer, very talented individual as well, who's doing some amazing things with his EV Corvette. Says, what are you up to on EV projects? Here's what I'm up to, Corvolt. Right behind me. I don't know if I can, I can show you that, but you see right there on that table right there? It's actually my CNC table. I am building a bunch of contactor boxes. And here's what I'm finding as a problem. Sourcing components. So I've standardized my contact box to be very straightforward and can be implemented to any car here. Whether it's this unique European supercar that I'm touching right here that I can't show you quite yet, or this Volkswagen bus, or the K3V, or the Rolls Royce that's right there, or the Mobi, or the Porsches up front, or the Caterham. It's pretty standardized because the components are there. I have 
you know, just like you and I talked about Covolt uh, through messaging, I'm doing the same thing with parallel cells here, and I have a you know, DC, DC you know, um, converter there, I have um, fuses on there, I have multiple contactors, I have my pre-charge contactor, I have fuses for my uh, charging si system, um, I have fuses as well for my DC to DC, as, you know, just, it's, it's, it's just this very nice box, and it's very elegant, it has a master cutoff switch to make things safe as well, for servicing or in case it's a challenge. And what I'm finding out is that when I build these components, or I build this box with some components, when I extinguish them and go to buy another batch, they're on back order for months, or in some cases, not even in the nearest future. There's no ETA on time when it can come. So I'm having some serious problems with sourcing components. And what I'm finding out is that I have to now seek other contactors, which for the same amount of amps I want to handle, both continuous and peak, or pulse, I'm, paying, I'm spending more money. And then even, so I use a, a contactor box, I use this Gigavac contactor for my charging system to initiate charge, right? Because I just don't turn on the, the onboard charger. I also have a contactor in between the onboard charger and my battery packs as well, just for safety reasons. I have more than one way to turn it on or off, and it's just the right thing to do. I design my entire setup, and I have my plate set up for that, and I can't, I can't find them anymore. So that Gigavac is out, and now I went with another one from Littlefuse, which is a lot more amp, you know, handling capability, um, slightly more cost-effective, but now the, the, the orientation, the physical location is different. So now what I standardized for wiring is all different, so I'm now redesigning things. And Anyway, nonetheless, I'm having a lot of fun. I love what I do. So things are good, but appreciate you indeed, Corvolt. More to come. Instead of me dealing with trying to, you know, put in EV prices in cars, I've been kind of sourcing components, and it's been quite interesting. Oh, and what we have next in the next week or so. Andy's here. He's going to help me with this. Uh, we're going to design a dyno rig for electric motors, so I'll be able to test electric motors before they go in cars and validate them and have some fun and play with some uh, some fun stuff when it comes to tuning. So it should be pretty good. Almost like a, I'm going to turn my Dynapack into an engine dyno for EVs and so on and so forth. What cool car parts did you see at CES? Asked Grand Civic CA. Well, what I did see, which is pretty interesting, is a demonstration by Harman Kardon. And Harman Kardon had their own kind of CES setup at the former Hard Rock, now known as the, how should I say, uh, the Virgin Hotels, right there on Paradise. And it's so cool. They used a Durango as a demo. And my good friend James and I, I think he's here, went in there. And what we found out is that they had the capability of doing something really cool. So imagine you sitting in the driver's seat and you have children in the car. And you turn your head and you speak. Your volume of your speakers, of your music, goes down. And then when you speak to the kids, hey, cut it out back there. It projects to the rear loud for them so you don't have to shout. And then here's something else they can do they can turn your vehicle into a hall. Literally, Carnegie Hall, Carnegie hall or some of the major stadiums that JBL, which is part of Harman Group, where they have performed, and you literally can talk and hear an echo in your car, you can clap, and hear the clap, and your music sounds like it's being played in, or symphony that's being played in a hall. It's so cool, it could be a small venue, a large venue. It is, that was pretty cool. And yeah, it was a high horsepower parts, but it was something that can just make your commute a lot nicer. And then I got back into my car, and I'm like, oh my God, my car sounds like crap, because we just got into this very nice sound system that did many things. Now, on the performance side, or better yet, on the car car side, 
the Dodge Ram, the EV Ram was freaking sick. Just the design elements inside, the screens, the laptop capability, you can swing things open and place your laptop in the back. It had these seats that folded downwards. It had an infotainment center, just spacious, very futuristic, but very elegant, just a beautiful car. And the Peugeot that I posted was pretty cool too. So um, in terms of go fast parts, that's not the place to be, but in terms of connectivity, um, quality of life, being able to drive around, demos, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun there at CES. So thank you so much for asking. Darren Lee says, nice S2000 behind you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's here to get some servicing done. Yeah, it's very nice and very quick, really fast. The most powerful supercharged uh, S2000 that's come to our facility, north of 600 horsepower to the crank. All right, what's your favorite SUV, says Rad Bull. Well, I like the Palisade. You know the one that, that Hyundai has? It's pretty cool. Um, from a luxury perspective, the Urus. It's pretty cool. You know, they're, they're, I don't own one yet. I don't know if I'll ever buy one. But, you know, don't be surprised. The Lamborghini Urus is pretty cool. I like that. It's one of my favorite ones as well. Happy late birthday, says Vamp RR. Appreciate that indeed. My birthday was last week, Friday. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Good evening. Good to see you again, Flo Topper. Um, when do I come back here? If I do visit, it'll either be next month or towards December. But I'll give you ample notice and let you know. Yes, it is, Dizzy S2K. It is an S2K behind me, by all means. Um, Armenia in the house, courtesy Atechi. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Crazy Custom King, what's up, big dog? Man, it's raining. Is it raining, California? What? We have a flash flood warning and wind advisory warnings until tomorrow midnight. That's how crazy it is. So I have seen rain in Southern California. I've seen rain in Africa, and it's pretty crazy, right? But the rains we have here in SoCal, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And mid to NorCal has been just plummeted, 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 I should say, with rain. There are floods, people losing their cars. I heard about a fatality with a young kid yesterday. It's pretty bad. So that being said, it's okay. Electric Everything says Mr. JMJ, he's next, and his Porsche's right over there. So yeah, he's gonna join the uh, revolution very soon, you know? How do I stop my 1ZZFE from burning oil? It depends on where the source is. Is it your valve seals? Is it your rings? It may require a re rebuild. It depends. So since it's almost impossible to diagnose something like that remotely, it'd be wise for you to take, a, take it to a local mechanic to find out why it's burning oil and to rectify it accordingly. Let's see here. Uh, 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 uh. I will need a DC core cam from one of my clients. Let me know. I got you, brother. No problem indeed. I'll be more than happy to help. No plans on making aftermarket parts for F23 Accord Motors, says um, Boosted CG5. We do make them. We have them here. I just read out quite a few components. Clutch, valve springs, camshafts. I can even get cam gears for you. Pistons, rods, we have them. So, don't need to make plans if we already have them made. <laughs> you know, so whatever you need, let us know. Uh, write to us at sales at bcmo.com and we will take good care of you, by all means. Hello, Peter21, up new out fam. Up new out, up new out fam. Ah, good seeing you from New York. Thank you so much for joining. Florida's in the house, courtesy of NV Pat. Thank you so much. Bala Hussein, thank you so much for joining. Appreciate that indeed. 
It's sunny in Costa Rica. We envy you. But cheers to you indeed, Jimmy Morales. Thank you so much for joining. Let's see here. Wagwan, BC. Good seeing you, brother. How you day? How picking? Them good? Thank you so much for joining. Cindy, 714, love it. Someone who I love so much. Cindy is the reason why I was so successful in pharma. She hired me when she had a chance to hire many other people. Gave this lowly chemical engineer a chance and allowed me to really create a great living. And nowadays, we're wonderful friends. She's always been supportive of me, and I love her very much. So, Cindy, thank you so much for joining. You have to come by the pads very soon. Come hang out with us. Um, yes, 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 I need a lot going on to a 98 Odyssey. All right, let us know what you need, Brian Swain. We got you. No problem whatsoever. Um, let's see here. I want to have you appear on Holiday Boise. Who do I contact? Send it to Lynn. So Lindsay does all my scheduling. So her email address is lin at bcmoto.com. So lin at b-i-s-i-m-o-t-o.com. And if she can make it happen, it will happen. So thank you so much. All right, let's see. Ah, BC, I'll be posted. Yeah, please do. Please do by all means. Hello, SUMIDC1K. Thanks so much for joining this Tech Tuesday. Love the car, says Riley2108. Thank you so much. And I can guarantee you this, the best is yet to come. Corvo says, not sure if you missed my question. I did indeed, my brother. Sorry about that. What are all the shop updates for EV projects specifically? I can't share too much because I was just talking with my team yesterday. We have embargoes where my partners like me to keep mums on the word when it comes to projects because it kind of dampens the excitement of it. But I can tell you one thing. What I have that's building in the next month and a half, Corvote is going to shock the world. It's, it's, I'm, I'm actually tapping it right here. This is a car that I never knew that I even had the opportunity to build and it's happening, which is pretty cool. Um, I can share that the Rolls Royce is being worked on. That's one. Um, I can share some updates are happening to the Mobi as well. Um, client builds, we have clients waiting in the rafters and quite a few here that are going on. So yeah, uh, I can't get too specific without laying the cat out of the bag, which my partners won't be very happy about. But I appreciate your inquiry. Quibon EV08, thanks for joining as well. Oh, Pakistan is here, courtesy of C1K. Thank you so much. Vap R says, what is your honest opinion on Skunk 2 products? I've had bad experiences on suspension components. What are your thoughts? Now, the thing is that um, I have not had the opportunity to do a lot of Skunk 2. So it's hard for me to speak on what I haven't had intimate knowledge with. And when I say intimate, my, myself. The closest thing I've played around with with Skunk 2 years ago was our throttle bodies, and that was okay. I've had clients come here with camshafts from them. It's hit and miss. Um, K-tuned. By far, I've had more experience with their components, and I've had nothing but success. Um, the gentleman at the helm of K-Tune used to work with Vibrant, and is very meticulous, very meticulous with his builds and the things he puts together. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty sad um, that I haven't had more experience with all of these companies intimately, but I'm only one guy I can build so much, but by all means, um, K-Tune, I've not had any challenges whatsoever. Cindy says, yeah, Kyle as well, supply chain. It's crazy, and I hear that because a lot of our components that are involved with chipsets seem to be a biggest challenge and with, with timelines that are not even defined, that just, just ETA is unknown. And from what I gather is when chips are even being made, that they, the, the, the defense industry just buys them all up and then puts us in automotive at a disadvantage. But I'm going to remain patient and keep searching and looking for things and finding ways to keep my clients happy. So I'm keep going and not give up. Uh, let's see. 
My Honda guy, I answered before, um, contact Lynn, L-I-N, at bcmon.com, and she can get you in the schedule. And if I'm available, she can make it happen. What is your preference on the Honda front-wheel drive drag, BBG or boost by, boost by gear or boost by speed? I like boost by speed. I do. Um, but you could either do boost by gear and have some success or combine the two. Now, I do a lot of combinations when road racing because you can imagine if you do boost by gear, what if you're coming out of a corner in third gear and you don't need that much power and here you are. Um, and by speed as well, so my Porsche right there is boost by speed. Um, the Civic is boost by gear. It depends on your setup, but I like speed better because it allows me to really give power based upon my vehicle speed than just gear. But it, they kind of go together. Now, road racing, I do a combination of boost by speed and boost by throttle. So that if I'm at low speeds, at low throttles, I don't have a ton of power that can make me blow my tires away. And when I'm at high gear and, 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 and you know, high speeds, I can have as much power as I want, however fun I want, you know? So that being said, um, yeah, that's my take on it. Hope that helps. Let's see here. Awesome product says, Mr. James, yeah, I agree with you, Africa, by all means. James is my very good friend. We worked together at Circus City as far back as 1993, and we've been great friends ever since then. He is my boy. Um, do you think you would ever gotten where you are, says Griffin Craig 15? Yes and no. Would you believe that I feel that I should be doing more? I mean it. I'm just coming overachiever, but... I've had circumstances and people around me who have prevented me from doing, being the best I could be. And so I thought I should be doing more. I really did. I mean, I kind of had a great start in life. I mean, being in university at the age of 15 and doing some wonderful things, um, have a great you know, family, my children nice and healthy, um, and have a great team here and we have a lot of fun. But on some token, I feel that I should be doing more. So yes, it's shocking where I am today, but I feel that I could do more, and I'm not going to let my past dictate my future. I'm going to push forward and keep even doing more. So yeah, hopefully that answers your question properly. Do you need to play with the um, Mark 7 golf platforms and 2.5 cinder transplants? Well, Rudy, um, I'd love to. What helps me a lot is when I have a relationship with the manufacturers. It makes my job a lot easier, and I don't have a relationship with VW. I mean, I think of companies that I you know, have relationships with, with Porsche, with Honda, with Hyundai, with Ford, and then now I'm in talks with Nissan. So I have relationships with these great companies, but it makes my life easier. And Mazda, I have a relationship with Mazda, a little bit with Lexus as well, but not with VW. But trust me, in the event that that happens, I'll make your dreams come true. No problem whatsoever, you know? I can't wait to go see you again. It's been a while. Yes, it has Blue Top. You haven't been to the new shop. Last time you came by, it was all the way over there on the other side where the elephant is. For those of you who don't know my complex, it wouldn't make sense, but I'm near the giraffes now. So yeah, I know you travel quite a bit. Come on by and I'll show you around. No problem indeed, brother. Um, oh yeah, I'm looking at California. Yes, Mr. Munchkin, I'm in California. A lot of people think I'm in Canada, Ontario, Canada. No, California. Kovo says, we're in the Bay Area basically drowning every three days or so. I know it's so sad. Please stay safe, brother. Please do, by all means. We need you around. We need more creative engineers, you know? Sub BC says, Maddie Mad, hope the folks in Cali will be all right. We're trying our best, brother. Thank you so much. T. Brownfield, good afternoon to you as well. Thanks for joining this cold, damp, rainy Tech Tuesday. Gotta go, says Brian911. Good seeing you as well. Enjoy this as always. Appreciate you. See you next week. Yeah, that's what we talk about our cars, Coyote Echo. Thank you so much for joining indeed. 
let's see here. Uh, 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 uh. Well, what we've learned from the MobiX and will be implemented in the K3V. What have you learned from the MobiX and will be implemented in the K3V? Let's see here. I would say a more efficient communication system, um, lightweight wiring, because I use very heavy, robust stuff in the K3V, which I don't have to. Um, water cooling is something that is implemented in the Mobi that wasn't used in the K3V. Um, a sound system and that's pretty nice. Um, I pump the engine noise, the motor noise, into the K3V, and it's great. It gives you that nice sound, like a supercharger. But after long drives, it gets kind of tiring. <laughs> so yeah, it's not quiet. That EV is not quiet at all. If you go into the BC Motor YouTube page and take a listen, you see it has this supercharger whine, but after a while it gets a bit much. So on the Mobi, I did a good job in isolating it. So you still hear it, but it's not pumped into the cabin like you would on a K3V. Um, Arrow. One thing I noticed, you guys may have seen when this was launched at SEMA, um, far back as 2019, I had a very aggressive wing rake on it, and that destroyed my, my range. And then now I have more of a neutral rake with the, with the uh, uh, twin element APR wing. But it still, um, of course, does attack a little bit of my range. And uh, with the Mobi, it's a lot more fluid. I don't have any crazy wings. I just have a small, um, how should I say, spoiler in the rear. And it's been good. So from a technology perspective, um, in terms of aero, I've learned quite a bit. And, and oh, here's something else. My cradle on the K3V is full aluminum, but steel on the Mobi. So the Mobi allows me to have a lot more crazy fun, crazy launching, without worrying about fracturing things or so on and so forth. I haven't fractured anything yet. I did have to do some gusseting on the aluminum cradle um, earlier on when I first built it. Um, but now, yeah, with the Mobi, totally different story indeed, you know? So yeah, that's it. Hello, Memo, Robin S. Have a great one as well. Appreciate you indeed. Thank you very much. Hello, Memo, 183. Um, this has been a minute. Still, Kev, where have you been? Do you have a favorite Honda vehicle? My Odyssey. I was playing with it today. That thing is awesome. The Odyssey, it's, it's something where, mind you, when I built that Odyssey in 2013, there was no such thing as a performance EV. No, I'm sorry. No such thing as a performance minivan. It just didn't, people just didn't do it, right? And it was kind of a weird year for American Honda at the point. At the point. Greetings from Germany. Greetings to you as well, Robin, EHS. Hello, Memo. It was kind of a weird year because the year before we built this 1,000 horsepower Civic SI for Honda. And um, the year after that, they were coming out with Accord. But that one particular year, 2013, there was nothing new. And I just started a new family. I didn't want to give up my need for speed. And the only thing that was available that was new was the new Odyssey. And so I proposed building a performance EV, oh no, performance uh, minivan. Um, and unbeknownst to me, the higher ups at Honda said it was a stupid idea. That was dumb. No one cares. Don't even do that. It's stupid. But Chris Martin, who's a person who we're reporting to as a team, um, and he was in charge of marketing for the West region, from what I gather, ignored his boss and then approved the build. And then come SEMA, it was ridiculous the amount of attention that the van got. It was the most difficult car for me to build. I had seven weeks to go from a bone stock Burgundy vehicle to a thousand horsepower monster. Didn't even tune partial throttle because we had so many challenges building. I just did full throttle tuning and sent it. And my friend John transported it all the way down to Vegas, which is crazy, right? 
And to date, guys, to date, this vehicle has been my most popular car ever. Doesn't matter what I build, I can build crazy all-wheel drive, 1300 horsepower EVs, I can build fire shooting 900 horsepower Porsches. It doesn't matter what I do, people remind me, remember me with the van. And every time someone builds a performance van, I get tagged on it, or I'm told to erase the person or something. So we created creating this niche, and it was my first Hot Wheel, which is exciting. So thank you so much for June and the Hot Wheels team for making that happen. It's been on multiple television shows, on Car Matchmaker, uh, on, on Esquire Network. It was on uh, Top Gear with BBC. Uh, it was on um, uh, Drive TV with Matt Farah, NBC, on Jay Leno's show. It's just it's a popular view, and it's still here. And I just want to do something to really revamp it, because the whole single big turbo built VC is getting kind of old. I need to give it a new life. I'll, I'll decide what to do with that soon. But uh, thank you so much for asking. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun indeed. All right. I want to detail your car, said Prolific Auto Detailer. Where are you located? If you're local, maybe we can make something happen. You know? I met you a few years ago, says Andres Z32, in the Normandy's Honda in Cerritos. You've not aged a bit. Hope <laughs> you're going well, Miss Ezra. Thank you so much, Andrew, for, for the kind words. I really have to credit my mother's side for my... Uh, youth, because <laughs> my mom looks super young. My mom is in her 60s, and she looks like she's 40-something. And then my grandfather, rest his soul, we used to call him Every Year Young, was his nickname, Every Year Young. He, this guy lived to be 130, and he looked like he was in his 70s until he passed. And he passed after my grandmother passed. She just couldn't bear being, not being away from her. I miss Grandpa a lot. But nonetheless, um, just beautiful man. Like, he was a beautiful man. Gorgeous hair, like his hair looked like he was from the Middle East or something. It's just crazy. Anyway, my grandfather's all there, very educated. He was a, a, um, a headmaster, principal for high school back in Nigeria, and just very big on academia. So he pushed my, my mom, you know, who's a brilliant scientist, and my dad is also a geologist as well, a doctor, and he pushed us all. So I come up from a family where we're all, you know, highly educated, technical people. Um, we have three doctors in the family. I'm an engineer, and we also have an accountant. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, you know. But nonetheless, um, it, was, it, was, it was a good, good time. Good time. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, hopefully I can get my grandfather's genes, and when I'm 130, I'll look like I'm 70. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's see here. Anywhere products you've seen at CS is Grand Civic CA. Yeah, the one, the urine one, where you have to pee into a device, and it kind of gives you your health. It's kind of weird with people just, people were actually peeing to see how they were doing. That's kind of weird. Um, my friend, I didn't see this, but my friend Andy told me that he saw some kind of sexual device that was there, where it's kind of, um, you can interact with it virtually, and then you're in this virtual world, and then these fingers are put on you. Where it's kind of, I didn't see that, but it was there. Um, what else did I see that was super weird? Um, weird. Weird at CES. Uh, I saw booths where there was just a tablet on it where you can track with people remotely. So that was kind of weird, just seeing a booth. Ah, here's what was super weird. Not seeing a tent outside and having South Hall completely empty. That was really weird. That was weird. I'm used to seeing CES bursting as, 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 at its... At its Bridges per se, where it's completely full and there's a tent outside, huge, when I say tent, not a small tent, huge arena. Um, so that was, that was kind of weird not seeing it the way it used to be. But 
They're recovering. I think next year will be even better. Circle T Collector, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you so much for the kind words. Appreciate that indeed. Show us the wagon, says Kylie uh, Lopez 94. You're going to make me get all my equipment up. Tell you what, next week we'll take a look at the wagon. I need to actually update my battery. So my battery died in it, so I'm putting an Odyssey battery in it. I should probably do a live, talk to you guys, and then put a battery and get it running. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, BC, I love loud cars. Well, fast cars, but loud and a healthy loud. Haha, <laughs> yeah, in California, they love us being loud. But yeah, I do too. I like the sound, but I, when, you have, when you're going for long drives, it gets a bit much. My, my Blue 911, when I'm driving that around, Sometimes I have to wear, you know, headset just to dampen it with a K3V. It is awesome for the first 40 minutes. And after that, 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 it just, uh, it gets too much. Maybe I'm getting too old. I don't know. But yeah, I love it too. But I think the best world would be where, like what I experienced with the, I keep bringing up the Velocity N today, right? Where you have different modes where you can keep it quiet and then have it loud. Keep quiet. And I think we're trying to do something, we're trying to do something similar with my good friend James997, uh, his GT3, where we can have valves to quiet it down and make it loud, you know, on demand. So that'd be pretty good. Salute to you, Chicho's Clips. Thank you so much for joining our Tech Tuesday. Wow, interacting with you guys, my family from around the world, it's actually not raining right now, just sprinkling. So that's good. So thank you so much. I feel that if I get off with you guys, which I do have to do very soon, that it's going to be a problem. It's going to just start raining again. Uh, the wagon asks Kylie Lopez, right in front of me. He's right there. So what I may do next week is do an interactive Tech Tuesday where I will change the battery in the wagon. I'll just take the front bumper off, change the battery, and maybe start her up. First time in eons. See what happens there. Uh, let's see here. What's up, Mike562? Good seeing you indeed. Thank you so much for joining. Kavot says, look at the TE contactors. The battery hookup pulls from BMW EVs. Um, they're cheap and just as good as Gigabyte. Really? I would look at, so I use TE, like, on my positive side. Um, I have a TE connectivity contactor, which is like a 600 amp one, continuous, and can hold a lot more in pulse. So that's why I use on the negative side of my... Uh, circuit boards, but I'm going to look into that. Thank you so much. Kovo, you're just full of amazing information and ways to really do things that are cost effective, you know? Let's see. Uh... Oh my, so much love here. Nice cards, Brother Ivan Oth. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Yeah, rest in peace, God. Thank you, Ronnie. You're right. Thank you so much. Rest in peace, Grandpa, indeed. What's up, Puro Pinchin Nike? Good seeing you. Um, Kali, wagon is right in front of me, right there. We'll talk about it more next week. Um, how did you find your first workshop, says um, As Polly's. Well, I have friends from a shop known as Elite Motorsports and Turtle and his team. They kind of moved to a place in Pomona. And that area, I found a place that was pretty cost effective. It was like, what did it cost me? $700 a month is about uh, a thousand square foot place. Even when I was still working with Cindy in corporate, I had that as a place to store my race cars because my cars were so loud and I had a dyno and I couldn't dyno in my house. So I had that and that became my first shop when I finally left corporate to start and open up BC Motor to the public. So um, I found it being around other shops and seeing that areas uh, of vacancy existed in that vicinity. And as I continued to grow, um, I was able to go from Pomona to Chino and from Chino to finally here in Ontario where I've been for the past decade or so, you know? Um, I saw you, a person said, I saw you um, share something about a robotic dog. Can you explain that one? Yeah, so what I noticed that was pretty prominent in CES was the fact that there's a lot of 
autonomous technology, which is great in so many ways. I saw autonomous cargo ships. I saw autonomous uh, caterpillars, which can go in very dangerous areas and not put human life in risk or jeopardy. Uh, I saw uh, John Deere had autonomous uh, devices to help plant and maintain uh, crops, and that had an opportunity to you know, conserve not only resources, but also, um, um, uh, well, resources, I guess. My, how you look at it, money, um, uh, liquids, seeds, you name it, yields. So I saw that. Well, that right there showed, from a technology perspective, how robots have come a long way and how they don't have this weird you know, movement, how it can be very fluid and very natural. So seeing, and that may be the weirdest thing I saw at CES. Now I think about it. That may be just seeing a dog that was a robot that took heed to being petted and took heed to you know, being brought to it. You get, you get up to it and it kind of goes up and down and kind of backs up and the, mom, the movement was very fluid. The hydraulics were very fluid with it. It was just really, really cool to see that. So I thought it was great just to show how robots have come a long way. And in just more than just entertainment or companionship, um, in the medical field, that goes a long way with that kind of technology. So a doctor could be here in the U.S. and take care of someone in, let's say, Africa and perform a surgery or in Southeast Asia or something of that nature. So it's, it's above and beyond entertainment. It can actually help save lives, that kind of technology, which is pretty cool. So, you know, it, it was a great time. Um, so that being said, guys... I'm getting an alarm now that it's time for me to depart, and I really appreciate each and every one of you guys coming here. So next week, Tuesday, let's get together again. Let me see what I can do for batteries on the, on the wagon, and let's have a nice interactive Tech Tuesday. In the meantime, guys, take care, stay safe, stay dry, stay warm, and see you next week. Have a good day, guys. Take care. Cheers. <laughs>